and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to this podcast. I said that three times. I mean, I think it's like three weeks, three to four weeks of being off, and we are so sorry. We literally have no excuse, but we are so sorry. We're back now. We're back, and I'm just so happy you guys are listening to us right now. I remain Aflabi Israel. I'm your host today, and I have with me here. Adeboani. Um, also, really excited to be back. I, of course, uh, Visual already said that we don't have excuse, but then uh, we can still say <laughs> COVID also affected us. I think COVID all affected everyone in their own little way, and um, thankfully we are back now. And um, I'm sure my other guys in the, uh, on this podcast session would be excited like like I am excited now, even though my team has been really making me sad. But we moved, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's good to be back. Um, it's Ope here again. It's been quite a while that we've recorded, but then sports has still go- has gone on and we need to talk about the happenings. Well, the NBA is um, one of the interesting areas right now. And we've seen first round of you've seen the first round of the playoffs and it's been interesting in i would say it's been more interesting in the western conference what do you guys what do you guys think hmm. i think it has been exciting i am um, in both wings in both the west and the east i think we've seen some interesting matchups in the in the east i'm sure israel is really excited about miami and is yet to oh, last me oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i told you this is the part like i say i told you please i told you guys okay 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 before we go into the details i, I think my my match of my match of so far has been the la clippers and the dallas mavericks it's been quite it's been quite a contest and we still hope to see more action once play resumes. So what do we what do we think about who is going to make it in the Western Conference? Then we move to the Eastern Conference. Uh, <laughs> is there do you want to go first? I personally, I personally think it's going to be it's going to be a Lakers Clippers um, Western Conference final, and I tip the Lakers to win. And on the other side, I tip the Miami Heat to win. I tip the Miami to go far because those guys are out for blood. Don't underestimate that. Wait, wait. They said the west, west side, the west side, the west. <laughs> ah, you just you are so eager to attack me that you were so you are so right. I know. Calm down. So in the in in the. End, Or not left like so, but then. Uh, but really, but really, Debo, in the in the in the early stages of the matchup between the Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers, it seemed like the, the Lakers started slowly, sort of. Yes. Got in his groove back. But I do you think they can go all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree that the Lakers had that blip in the fall. I, I'll call it a blip. Just the same way box had a blip against them, um, you know, the Orlando. So that's yeah. that's something that so it's a blip. Um I think um 
also we can't underestimate those guys, those two guys in, in Blazers, that's in person of Damian and um, CJ. So these guys are also, you know, wonderful world-class pros in their own their own way. They are very, very good too. So first game can go anyways, any man's game. And I think maybe that might have just edged it for, for Blazers. But then we've all seen how LeBron James and AD have decided to, you know, pick things up and rally the guys out of, of I'm sure they are going to get it done by this weekend and then they can move on to the next team who is going to be a rocket team without any center. And Rocket, by the way, are still not looking like, you know, they've solidified that next round because OKC are still, it's, it's a 2-2 draw at the moment now. So It's leveled um, now, right now, yes. Yeah, it's leveled. So, so it's about, but, you know, Westbrook is going to be back for game five and I think that would edge it even further for, for um, Houston Rocket. But then, um, if they then move on, meet up with Lakers probably, I think height and shooting against just shooting would, would win because they, they, I think the shortest person in, uh, on the Lakers team is LeBron who is almost what six something so uh, against Rockets who, I, I watched their game against OKC and you can see Steven Adams just lavishing and enjoying himself in, in the center position so it's a very good thing that we are going to have that against them and LA Clippers who is okay. still having that matchup with Dallas it's a very dicey one for them too. I think um, it's not Dallas, over. it is not over, but I need Dallas. I, I, I believe Dallas will be in a better position if they have Porzingis in that team. If they have Porzingis in, in um, Dallas okay. and the next Clippers, they just need a going to be, Yes, they, need, they really need him. But unfortunately, at the moment, we are not so sure if he's going to play in that game five. Mm-hmm. And we know even Dutch is not is is he's not exactly he's not looking he's not looking two feet also he, he played on one ankle almost one ankle in in game game 4 so it's a very dicey one for for LA Clippers at the moment but thank god that they have uh, the final playoff you know P, uh, P at the moment so that's that's a plus for them uh, he, he was able to make that five points in the last game so but then Okay, well, uh, well, I, well, I think I, I think I think the, the, the Utah Jazz and the um, Denver Nuggets game is also still in the balance. How yes, we that's um, that, play in the playoffs. Uh, I think um, that guy is going to be a, a superstar. He has that man, that Mamba mentality. You could see in the game, game four, where he was asked the question, "Oh, when they were three-one up, and he said, no, this is not done. We have not, we have not done anything.'" We made, I made 50 point plus point good, but we have not, you know, gone to that next round, which is a great mentality for I, anybody. I, I personally and, think, I personally think um, we are just experiencing the greatness of two players. Number one, <laughs> number one no disrespect to... Um, 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 Jokic. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> we are experiencing the greatness of Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. Because those two guys, it's just showing that this this is the future of the NBA, and the future of the NBA is a safe end right now. Because I I still feel this series is going to end up in a it's going to be a seven game series. It's going to be decided in a game seven. That's what I feel like. Yeah. I I agree with that too. Um, it's uh, well, 
I'm, I'm sure everyone is excited about that matchup. And um, I still see, you know, the Clippers and the Lakers meeting at the end in that final matchup and probably Lakers edging it slightly because of AD and LeBron's, you know, dynamic team. And they can, they can do their thing. They can do their thing in the, in the final game. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. I think um, the next round is already um, set. Boston Celtics will be taking on um, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, um, that's going to be a tough matchup. Most likely, we'll go to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. I think around that top as well. Yeah. Well, the NBA has been um, put on hold um, due to recent protests um, due yeah, to the I death mean, of. Yes. What, what what do you guys what do you guys think about how how the players from Fox boycotted the game and the rest of the NBA have decided to join in? To, I I, I, to play? I personally feel it's it's a it's a good move it's a good move by the NBA player and uh, by the NBA players sorry um, it it shows that they are demanding the for justice and they are using every means every every means they have to demand from justice to demand for justice. And um, and them reaching not only just boycotting the, the games and them also reaching out to the to the rightful rightful people that can that can that can take uh, actions. Um, I I and and that's what I feel. Um, I I noticed that the NBA started the movement, which and other sports followed, like tennis and the rest. And I I. I, I think the NBA has been a pillar of has been a pillar of um, protests. Like the the players, the, the the NBA literally allowed the players to protest and demand for justice. And I think that's what the, at the end of it, not just playing games, but it's also it's 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 also a means of it's it's also a means of um, um, touching uh, protesting. Is it's it's I I really can. At the end of the day, yeah, it's not just about the games. It's just about caring about people's life. And that's just what the NBA is all about at the end of the day. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I totally agree with you, um, Israel. Uh, well, you know, the, the night the box game and uh, um, that's um, Orlando's game. Yeah, that's the, that's the matchup was supposed to happen. I was awake and then. I was waiting because those guys started, they were like, some, they were shoot, out, shoot arounds already on court and all of a sudden, the umpires started like packing the balls back and it became something. Imagine how many people that message has cut across to. Imagine how many people who was waiting for the game and they can tell that story that we are not, like it is, it is beyond black or white now it is now like you said you said something comfortable like and just watch out for someone else that is what it is about now and the NBA has been in forefront of this and I am really really like excited that that is happening I saw a politician tweeted something about um, why can't the players cut salaries if they know that this is like and I was just amazed because if any whoever is watching sports, we all know sports is all about the fans. Also, you know, you need your viewers to make you know create these funds and revenue. We have seen how it has affected the game of football, at least in the transfer season. We have seen how it is going in that one. So, 
for players to you know not turn up to play match, they are losing they are losing their own money too in that way. So it's just really funny that in this year, some people are still thinking about not beyond what what we are seeing. I think they are still shallow minded, and it is really really sad. And I really hope that whoever is listening out there, for for you to not even care about racism in the first place, is a problem already. For you to not think there's even racism, it is also a problem. I think we cannot like overemphasize it. I don't think um, Okwe will disagree with me on this. We can we 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 have to just keep talking about it. It is not acceptable, and it is beyond 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 what anyone should even tell someone about. Please and please, if you are listening, say no to racism. Say no to racism. That's 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 what I that's that's, 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 like that's basically about. the message. Naomi Osaka also came out um just after the um, NBA players that decided to boycott games also say she would not be playing because she feels matters like this deserve more attention. People watching her play I think we, I think we lost Okwen there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but so, fine. Uh, um, moving on to, to the world of soccer. Moving on to the world of soccer, it's been, it's been a huge roller coaster of football transfers, and, <laughs> and I know that we can't, we can't wait to get to get back to it. We, we can't wait for the season to start anyways. But let's start. Let's start. Let's start with... <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yes. 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 We, we lost you a, a little bit there. Right. Okay. But now. Yeah. So, okay. um, moving on to transfers. Yeah. We are not just going to talk about Chelsea. We know Chelsea... <laughs> um, <laughs> Roman Roman is out for blood right now. He's really out for blood. He's signing anybody. He's sniping players left, right, and center. Yeah. So we are just going to talk about Arsenal. Yeah. We're just going to talk about potential signing for Arsenal. And is Mario still going to sign Jordan Sancho? Or or who is Liverpool going to buy at the end of the day? Akansara? And and so on and so forth. Then we'll go we'll, from there. We'll move on to La Liga. Yeah, let's start with let's let's start with Arsenal. Arsenal Arsenal signed, signed William for free, and for me, I think that's a good that's a good move from Arsenal. Personally, I feel that's a good move for Arsenal. They need they need um, they need um, an experienced player in the, on their team, especially in Miata. and. William was someone I felt they sh- they should go for, and they did went for him. And is it is literally going to is literally going to teach um, Pepe a lot, and Pepe is going to learn from him. That's what I that's what I feel. I I, I literally don't know. Okay. Well, um, it's a good signing for me. The Chelsea fans have come out to downplay how important um, William can be for. Arsenal. I feel um, it's a good addition. We, we, we've lacked um, some with recent seasons. So I feel someone coming in with that kind of experience and also one guy that will be able to play across 
Said that Gabriel Mahalis. I see the in he knows him from somewhere like their neighbors. They stay in the same place. Ah ah, it's so much pride. We are proud. Yeah, the guy, 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 the how many I'm, games? I've not even watched Team Up 20 times. I, I probably <laughs> watched just a few games in the Champions League and a few clips here and there. But I'm, I'm excited by what I can see. I, I feel with time, give him one to three years, I, I feel he'll be, of course, one he'll be, the, he'll be there. Well, then unfortunately, the bigger boys, the bigger fishes are going to come and come and drag them out of, of, of there um, to win the bigger trophies. But then, we move to the bigger fishes in the EPL, like um, a certain Chelsea, who, you know, have been doing a madness. I think they have been, they are winning the transfer season, like the summer at this moment. And um, they've done some fantastic business. We cannot lie. I am, I don't like Chelsea for any reason. But then, I, when you see a team doing the right thing, you cannot just not agree to it. It's Absolutely. not possible. You cannot just agree, uh, like argue about it. I think all the players they've gotten is an upgrade over what they currently have, which can only mean one thing: they are going to definitely get better. That's just the truth. It's not. There's no. <laughs> there's no. I think. They, I think they've, they've been. They've been deliberate with their signings. Very, they, very. Knew, they knew they needed the left back and they got one. They knew they needed experience in the center back, back position yeah. and they got Thiago Silva. No problem. They knew they needed something to create, like they needed more creativity. They got ZH and, you know, they, they also brought they need, they they for a sharp attacker and they got, and they got yeah. one. So I, I think the only signing, the only important signing left for Chelsea. Is a goal. Is a goalkeeper. That's all. And I'm here. They are, they are going to give Arik um, Bechola um, a second chance. I, I yeah. do not about that one. <laughs> um, personally, I think they should give him one more chance. You don't buy a goalkeeper of seventy-one million and not see something there. You cannot not be good for you to be bought at that price. It's not, it, do, it doesn't happen that way. So I think at this moment, next season, they will have more of the ball. I'm sure Kepa will not even, most teams will not press Chelsea. It's going to be the other way around. Meaning Kepa is probably going to have, let's say, have more protection. Team. Exactly. More, more, more balance in that team. We can't, so that's just the truth. So I don't think they should, they can't, who is going to buy a keeper? Seven, nobody is going to buy him at a price Chelsea will want to think they want to sell. And you can't have him as a second goalkeeper and go and buy 
a, a another first choice of probably because to get a proper goalkeeper you still have to spend over 50 million it's, that's just the truth so there, I don't think that, that's wise enough so they should probably have him next season if he's still really really bad even with their better squad then of course you, you get rid of there's no, there's no point there's no point of course Kai, Kai Havertz is also coming into that frame I, I just, I just, I just think Chelsea will be exciting to watch next season, and I, I really feel they, will, I think they will, they will have one of the spots for top four, even if, if they don't win the title, because I don't see that happening yet. <laughs> well, uh, so we um, literally have to discuss about hold on, what hold is on, happening. On. What is happening? Calm, calm down. Let me, let me, let me, let me. I don't know. I am. You know when Mourinho was second? Yeah, with that, that team. team with that team, what it needed was to get just... In fact, if they had gotten four proper players in that summer, I think would have been better off. In fact, it would be better off now still because there will be not too many problems like this. At least we'll have like bench guys and all, all those will happen. But the same thing is about to happen again. You, we also what happened that time. Mourinho was sacked. The team was looking all dejected and all, and it was just chaos everywhere. So that's that's a problem that can happen next season again. Because if you know a Bruno, a Pogba, one of these guys get injured again next season, probably first two, three weeks. This guy, these guys have not rested the proper way they normally rest before a season. So, injuries are definitely going to, you need to rest your players next season. But man, you have decided, I don't know, I don't know if they decided. Okay, because I know, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel man, you, man, you fans are a bit overly dramatic. Yeah, really? I think they are overly dramatic about how really? you guys have been going. The only problem I see in terms of your transfer markets or your transfer window is that you guys have not really been linked to too many players except um, Jordan mm-hmm. Sancho. Uh, and Sancho. If, you, if you look at if you look at the man you set up now, I, I think what you guys need, you don't really need too many too many players. You need, of course, if you bring Sancho to that attack, it makes it better. Then, of course, the midfield is already, you know, Pogba is starting, you know, Fernandez is starting. You probably may just get maybe a box-to-box or a defensive midfielder into that team. Um, at the back, maybe a centre-back, and I think you guys are good. So, I really don't see why um, the, the, the the fans are really complaining that nothing is happening. You know where you need to strengthen. And I think Man- Man- Manchester United would definitely Manchester get there. They just need to be intentional with their transfers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They need to know what they want and get them. But yeah. that's, the, that's the... See, what you just said now is the problem. I don't think they know what they want. Because if they, they, like, they know what they want, they would have done Bruno last summer instead of waiting to January. There was no reason, there was, there was no excuse for not doing Bruno last summer. So what are we, are, are we trying to do the same again? That's the problem. Okay, my, my, I, about, think another issue, I, I think another issue is, is it that, I don't know how, I know Edward Ward does the negotiations. He does and, everything um, transfer. does everything transfer. But I feel... Yeah. Oligono Soja should also like have a very strong voice in terms of these are the players I need. 
has he identified potential targets? I think come those on. are some of the things come that on. needs to be come looked on. into. I, th- I don't think at this point we can doubt Oligina Social's ruthlessness. Okay. For you Debo, to come I, I in. have one question. I have one question for you okay. as a Manchester United fan. Yes, let's, let's, let's leave the attack because we know Sancho, Sancho may come eventually. And I think the attack... I, I, what, what positions are you guys looking to strengthen? I, I mean starters now, not, not squad players. What yes, positions that's... do you think you can add players to that will come into Manchester United and start? And the kind of players you should be looking at? Okay, right, uh, right wing, number one, for sure. Okay. That one is, is a, is of course. A... And we know Sancho, Sancho, is, Sancho is, the, is the choice for that, that position. Sancho that position. Defensive midfielder. I think um, Matic might He's not... old. Yes. He can, might not I don't be able think to can play, play more than 10 to 20 games. Yeah. Is that okay. just the truth? So, we, and I think we also need a solid centre-back. Uh, Fair like, enough. Yes. I think we need someone who is going to pair up with Maguire. I don't think Lindelof is, uh, is good enough. Trust me, people attack Maguire so much that, oh, he's a box-headed guy, he's a something guy. He's a, I believe he's still the best centre-back in my youth because I, have, I watch him play uh, week in, week out. Trust me, Lindelof, might not, you, you might not see him get it. There are so many things he does that. I'm just like, what is this guy? I, I think Maguire needs someone who's going to pay him up. And I think we also need somebody who's going to challenge Luke Shaw in that left back. Because I don't think he is good enough again, or else, or maybe he wants to. He's going to prove me wrong next season if he looks fitter. But I don't think he's at that level where I, I would expect him to be. So that's the problem. Those are the. I think we need four players. All the other guys can then come from the bench. You can bring on the, you know, Greenwood. Bring on the uh, Igalo. Bring on, those guys can come up from the bench. But those guys who start, ah, come on. We, they are really important. They are really important. But then, when you are not... Well, they've signed them, Dean Anderson, at the moment, six years contract, looking like he's going to be number one. Did you just sign Dean Anderson? No, extended his contract. He just came back. We signed him to me. He's like a new signing. See, I'll take any signing I can see. I'll take him. Is a new sign. I really want to know because where he fits in because you have Romero, you have no. Uh, yeah. So uh, there, there are rumors now going on around saying, "Oh, okay, Romero is probably going to go with cash for Village because Aston Villa obviously don't don't have a goalkeeper." So I think that's what is going to happen there, and um, um, the the year is going to be challenged by Dean. Because you don't sign six years to come and sit on the bench, and when you are after a, a good season, I think I think not... the the plan the plan is to ease him in eventually. Yes. So I'm I'm not I'm not I don't expect that he's going to be on the bench for six years and then you know chill like that. So I'd expect he's going to challenge the gear. You you may of course the gear is going to be the number one, but I don't think we'll see those many funny situations where oh he fucked up this week we still use it next week he fucked up again you see you know you have to sit on the bench again so that's what is going to happen this is with Manchester United yeah all right moving on to La Liga Alrighty. moving on to La Liga um we all know that the eight two defeats 
So Bayern <laughs> are causing lots of problems in Catalonia right now. And yeah, old have thoughts. Old have thought um, one eight two defeat will, will shake the foundation of the club. But during the week, then uh, Messi added in um, a transfer request, and he, he said he wants out. And so people are now speculating. People are speculating that there are a couple of clubs that that can get him, that will have the money to get him. And I think Man City has the capability on, to get him. Um, um, Juve to an extent, PSG, and maybe or maybe not Manchester United. But um, that's left for Messi to decide. On the other side of um, Spain, Real Madrid. At the end of the season, Florentino Perez said he's, he's, look, he's not looking to sign in any big player this, this summer. And he, that made a statement that, okay, Madrid are going to off, offload, sell a lot, but they are still going to recruit, like, they are still going to call, uh, call back those, those who they have loaned out. Like, take, for example, they called back Odegaard. And I think calling back Odegaard is, is just a smart move. It's, it's, it saved them money. And, and it, it, they really invested in Odegaard. And I think this is the time they start reaping the fruit of what they've invested. So, and a couple of other, all other um, callbacks like that, like um, Odezola Ode too is coming back from Bayern Munich, um, and so on and so forth. So I just think Madrid are just been smart this transfer window, not not being wasteful and calling back those who they have invested in. That's what I just think. Um, that's what I just think. Um, Florento Perez is after right now. Where do we Okay, well I was just I was just um going to go back to the Messi transfer saga. We we know the clubs that are being quoted as interested, but do we think with the contractual situation with um him um saying or him saying he was going to leave for free before the tenth of June and that clause having expired, do we think there is a realistic chance of any of those interested clubs signing him? Personally, I think there is a realistic chance. It's a, there's a good chance. Why? Because um, this year has been a funny year. It has been sure, a funny sure. year. Um, I think if Bayern, uh, Barcelona had lost it to before, like during the normal, normal the season, season it, this might have happened. I mean yeah, that his contract would have ended. And also, you know, FIFA have extended at least until all football matches, you know, for August. So I think he still has the opportunity to, to probably leave. But I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. I think one thing is going to happen. The president is probably going to resign because the pressure is going to be too much. I think, I think I think they are in a mess right now. Minus the fact yes. that, and the fact that Messi is wanting out. You look at the caliber of players they have. You see, Jordi Alba is thirty-two. Yeah, Busquets, thirty-three. Gerard Piqué, they're also around that age. Vidal is also thirty-five. There about those guys, 
those guys I don't think are good enough to um, start, be starting game gaming game game out next season. So I think they really need to do a lot of shuffling and bringing new players into the team. And with Coman coming in, I think they are saying the likes of Coutinho will be given another chance. And they I, have I feel to. They, they can find they, a way they, around it. They have to. Now is 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 almost as if the situation of Kovacic for Chelsea. I don't think Kovacic did enough last season to get, you know, to to allow Chelsea to cough out almost fifty something million for him. Um, I think True. the situation he was in, in which Chelsea was was what prompted them to actually keep him that we are not going to sign, let us not lose. So it's going to be the same situation for Barcelona now because obviously there are not too many... We, we, we are still going to say continue his quality. So there are not so many players at that level that you can just get cheap. So, and they need to still strengthen in other position. Their center backs, their midfield. We just spoke. We just spoke about. They need a striker. I don't think Suarez is fast enough to lead a team like. I think Coman has categorically said he wants Suarez out right yeah. now. Yeah. So, so I, I don't think um, is he, he can see if he's going to take a role from the bench, but he's not going to want to do that, which is the problem. If it's someone you are bringing him from the bench, the last thirty minutes, that's very good. I can have him in my team, but not. You are going to start in week in, week out. No, no, not happening. So that's something they and to get a striker, they are looking at uh, lateral Martinez. Martinez who well, is going to. <laughs> they will definitely spend close to a hundred million euros to get him. I am, I'm sure about that. Is it so worth that? It is it worth that amount? But, but the situation of things. Well, well if, they, if, they move, if they move the likes of they move the likes of um, Rakitic, Vidal. Move the likes of um, even this bright white guy that they brought in <laughs> temporarily. I, I think they can get, they can at least they can be able to get as much as maybe 60 70 million. They'll probably yeah. add to that and reinvest that depending True. on what happens with Messi. True, and not so many teams can have, uh, pay that salary. Messi is earning that salary is. It's quite humongous. It's going to almost disrupt everything in the in your organization if you are going to do that. It's a different thing for Barcelona because they've like they've been building it. It's not just today they started paying in that. It's something that has accumulated over over time. So, yeah. but for for a team like Man City or Man U or PSG, just with Mbappe and Neymar, you no no, no I, I doubt it. So. Most likely, but yeah, Messi is going to remain at Barcelona, but there'll be changes. The president probably leaving, and then they start to rebuild. Hopefully, Coleman is the right man for the job. That's the question there. We saw him in England, so well, well, well time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> well, that's time what they say. Time will tell. Time will tell. But at the same time, we don't have. We we literally don't have time right now. <laughs> And I'm sorry, we have a lot to say, but I think we have to go at this point in time. <laughs> we have to go on it again. And um, we, hope to see, we, we literally know we are going to see, we, we don't hope, we, we literally know we are going to see more transfer, more transfers this, this coming week. And we promise to keep you updated and not just ghost on you like we did in the previous <laughs> week. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
So um, next week, hopefully, Tosin will be here and we'll discuss extensively on these transfers. And guys, any, any last words from you guys? Well, for me, personally, just um, keep it easy out there. And then, um, of course, remember that racism is not accepted in any way. We are one. There's, not, there's nothing like, oh, this white man or black man. Or we are human beings. That's, that's what we are. And for you know, Man United fans out there, I know how you guys feel. I am feeling the same way too. But then, um, let's just hope. Let's just hope something is going to happen. At this point, I don't even mind if it's not Jordan Sancho anymore, man. I just want someone who is going to come and play right wing, who is not going to be matter next season. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, from, from, from my end, I feel, um, well, the, the French League has commenced, commenced last, last week. Um, England will be starting off with the Community Shield tomorrow. Arsenal versus Liverpool. And um, also to Arsenal fans, we, we, we have so much to look forward to. Pate is coming. We don't know if <laughs> or how we're or coming. We don't know if Sebalos will be renewing his loan. But I think, I think next season is going to definitely be very interesting. So that's it for me. Yeah. So um, that's it for us here. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And we really appreciate you guys for sticking with us. See you on the next one.